this is Dirk Manning, the writer and creator of Nightmare World, Tales of Mystery, writer wrong, a writer's guide to creating comics, love stories to die for, and all kinds of stuff. Mainly scary stuff. I write scary stuff, then I also write things to help people write comics. But you, my friends, are very, very fortunate right now, and I'm very excited for you because you are listening to The Spectre Show. I'm going to quit talking, listen to the show, it's awesome, and uh, enjoy. day that it's supposed to be i am your host dj allen i don't think i said that last episode but you if 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 last episode was your first episode hopefully you're listening again so i'm dj allen i own and operate emeraldspector.com and this week's topic i guess I, i paused there that's terrible uh this week's topic i wanted to talk specifically and exclusively about chess so um First and foremost, uh, I've been playing chess since I was about 10. I figured it out the other day that it was probably probably 10, maybe 11, depending on exactly when it started, but uh, I'm pretty sure it was on the earlier side of 10, so I don't think I have to worry about that. But I started playing chess way back then. Um, I was part of a a group of of people in my class that uh, we, we sort of turned what was essentially a chess club into uh, the WWE of chess. You know, we we had mini events and we had championships that we were going for. And because we weren't running like tournaments and stuff, and we didn't realize that that's how professional chess operated. And I could honestly say that I didn't even know professional chess was out there. But we ran these mini events and whatnot, and we we had good time. And for those that of us that were playing... A lot, uh, where our our quote unquote storylines were um, developing much faster than others. Uh, some of us actually progressed noticeably in the six to eight months we were actually running this thing. So we had multiple championships. Um, I I got better the whole time. I was one of the few people that was able to to claim all of the championships because I, I, I was literally taught by the guy that I ended up beating for the club championship. So that's how that worked out. But um, as, as time has gone on, I've done different chess things here and there. Uh, I'm kind of prepping the beginnings or the skeleton of, of either a book or a serial fiction thing where I'm going to be explaining things in detail but in a more modern and more detailed sense than I ever have before because I know I put this out on the website before this the story of this little club and where I went from there but um, I wanted to to have a, a, a rich deep experienced story and obviously I'm going to have to shift all the ages and change the names and uh, kind of bring things out to the forefront and then maybe add some fictional elements to it but part of this is what I want to do is is add actual chess games into it so that we have not just a narrative but something to to analyze while we're at it too so kind of make it a fun interactive thing um i've uh i've been a a member of chess.com for 
I think five or six years now, maybe seven. I want to say 2012 was when it started. Not positive on that. I've already explained my association with previous websites and how I came to come to chess.com. I've been participating in way more tournaments than um, I normally have over the last couple of years. Got involved in way too many games at once. I finally got it whittled down to about 19 or 20 games from 48, I believe is what I was up to. And 48 was really hard. It was an accident first off. Really hard to keep up with. Managed to get ahead again, and, and now I'm back down to a more manageable level. I'd like to get a little bit lower, like maybe 10 to 15 games at most. 20 is still kind of high. I personally get most of my news either from the chess.com news section or articles people write because, I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on in chess.com. I would love to have a site like that where it's like super dedicated to something, but I, I have so many interests that I don't want to narrow my own personal website to that, so that's what we've got there. Or I also get it from chessbase.com, which is also a, the name of a software engine that is fairly prominent in the chess world. Uh, chessbase isn't the only place. I also There's also This Week in Chess, I think, or maybe it's The Week in Chess. I'm not really sure which what the website is exactly. I, I want to say The Week in Chess. And that was somebody who updated basically a website weekly to include all the chess information and whatnot. It's basically an e-zine at this point. Good stuff. I have frequented other chess sites because I've been trying to improve myself. Um, I'm about, I, I like to say 1,200, but after my 48-game overload, I've dropped down to uh, just over 1,100. So I'm, I'm kind of bouncing around at the moment, but I'd like to get better. And to do that, I, uh, I have joined a chess club. I mentioned this last episode where it's a group of people. Uh, I've been told it's, it's larger than we've seen. I've only attended two weeks. Tonight will be, as I record this, because it's Sunday, uh, will be the third week in a row that I have attended. And hopefully there are more people there. Um, the first week I attended, there was a chess tournament going on. So the day after that meeting, I actually got to meet with... Um, people at the tournament to see an actual tournament for the first time. This is the first tournament I've ever seen live and in person. So um, this club is going to help me analyze games because I, I, I haven't brought anything to write down my games with, or I did the first week, but I didn't last week. This week I'm going to, so that we can replay a game that I maybe need some more uh, in-depth stuff going on, uh, analysis going on, because... In order to improve, I'm going to have to look at what I did right, what I did wrong, why I did things, and then kind of work through what I have from there. And then I will also have a physical record. And since I am analyzing this, why don't I put this out on the website too, uh, out in the open? So there is that. But um, for the last couple of weeks now, maybe maybe a full week, week and a half, let's just say two weeks, I've been reading Endgame, The uh, Rise and Fall of Bobby Fischer, that, that book, um, by Frank Brady? Fred Brady? Frank Brady? Uh, I, I'm not sure which it, it is, but it's basically it's about um, how Bobby Fischer, uh, it, it's how he became involved in chess, what he did at certain stages of his life, 
And because we're still really early in the book, I'm, I can only imagine it's the what kind of led to his being all crazy kooky uh, with his definitive opinions about people. Which is where I got the idea that I wanted to flesh out that uh, grade school chess club story into something more interesting and or developed. Because... I love telling that story, and I've, I'm sure that I'm not the only one out there. I, I know that that's a niche idea to do that type of thing, but there, there's got to be others out there that also think of it. And if we could just all get together, then we can, you know, have a grand old time. And I'm not looking to, it's, it's not like I'm trying to say that this is the, the future of chess or that it's going to make us millions of dollars or whatever, but if you get everybody involved, it could be, it could be exciting. So, I have torn through all the notes that I've made for this episode so far, except for one thing. Um, I have mentioned multiple times now that there is a Pro Chess League on Chess.com. Pro is actually an acronym for Professional Rapid Online. That is a 15-minute game in 10-second increments. So, games shouldn't really last super long. The, the idea is, is they've got teams that compete in in and with four members each uh in in a like a weekly style nfl style event um they meet five six maybe seven times and then they go into a playoff scenario and then season one is over it happened last year or this earlier this year i guess 2017 the uh, st louis archbishops were the champions um wesley so is on that uh team and uh, the team that they beat were the Norway Gnomes, and that had Magnus Carlsen on it. So you can see that there are top-level players involved in this. Now, there were 48 teams, I believe, in Season 1. The top 24 are uh, the win-loss record the, in, in finishing order. The top 24 automatically qualify for this upcoming season. Um, six... There's going to be a, a six more can qualify to be in um, uh, by by competing in in October. I want to say it's the twenty eighth, October twenty eighth qualifying event. So the teams, anybody that wants to try to qualify, will bring a team of four who will play other teams of four to qualify to get in as one of the other six teams, bringing that up to thirty. Now, this year, Pro Chess League wants to be 32 teams, so that leaves two other spaces. Well, another way to qualify to get in is by fans, um, engaging everybody in social media to get the fans to vote two other teams in. So there's going to be a total of 32 teams for next season. And week one starts on January 17th, 2018. Now, when I discovered... The, the, the Pro Chess League is really the evolution from the United States Chess League, which I, I followed on and off. And then no, the website didn't get updated for a while, and then I kind of lapsed for a really long time, and that's when I discovered that it had become the Pro Chess League and that the entire season had already happened and moved on from there. So then that gave me the idea that I wanted to have a Pro Chess League podcast. Now, it's going to be audio. I've decided that already. I did try to get a couple of co-hosts or a co-host, somebody basically who was rated higher than me. Um, my, my three options failed. 
Um, none, none of the three of them want, uh, not, they, they don't necessarily not want to, but they don't have the time to do it. So I'm not going to say that they're unwilling. They just, it, it just didn't work out. So I'm going to have, it's going to be more of a recap because it's going to be audio. So I'm not going to be like deep analyzing games because my idea of what's going on may not, um, it may not give you the insight you're looking for, which I can completely understand. But I can certainly run over who won, who lost, um, what the league looks like. Uh, so so the, f- the first episode is going to be more of a preview of which teams are in automatically. And then of the non-qualified teams, which teams do I believe are going to stick as a unit and try to qualify from there? Or which teams do I think... Uh, are going to lose their their major players and um, maybe not have another shot. Like I'm from Portland, Oregon, and uh, there was a Portland team called the Portland Rain. Uh, I believe they finished dead last um, in season one, and I doubt very seriously they're going to make a run at season two. I think it would be neat if they could get a grandmaster or two, one of the free agents that everybody seems to... Uh, be able to get except for us and then you know get in to to take a second decent run at it if if i mean if they don't compete this year i i i wanted to give it a shot um i'm certainly not a ratings help for anybody but i wanted to participate and uh maybe maybe if they don't participate this this qualifying cycle maybe i can get together from my this little chess club that i'm now part of Maybe I can get together and get them uh, involved to create a, a, a new Portland team or something like that to have us qualify to compete. Do I think that a team that I'm going to be on is going to go deep into the playoffs? Probably not. But like I said, I'm, I'm more interested in participating than anything else. So the first episode of this uh, of this podcast is going to be the preview of the qualifying tournament and what the the season might hold and then after the qualifying tournament is going to be the episode speaking about um who qualified and what the actual 32 teams look like and hopefully at that point there's also a a schedule release that happens and then i can have an episode specifically about the schedule so you're getting the idea here that i'm not it's not going to be a weekly monthly quarterly thing it's if there's an event that has to do with the pro chess league there's going to be an episode so qualify a pre- preview of the qualifying tournament qualifying tournament maybe a schedule release and then the six or seven weeks of regular season and then the two three or four weeks of playoffs and then maybe a season wrap-up and then there'll be a big gap until season three so as long as this keeps progressing like that then i can have a show that just does that and if there's news in between maybe i have a special short episode that says popping in to let you know that this happened that happened and and we're kind of keeping an eye on things because i'm following this i am i'm 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 following it for my own chess improvement and uh i i'm hoping to get other people interested in it if there is a uh high rated and i hate to qualify it that way but if there's a higher rated um podcaster or wannabe podcaster chess player out there that that wants to jump in and contribute i would definitely accept the help 
the the people that I went for um, have been, I believe, they're not. I hate to use these terms, but the general perception of chess is that this is a bunch of stuffy people that don't want to. They they're not they're not larger than life personalities, and the people that I went after to get a co-host are I would consider the more personality driven, not necessarily you know super grandmasters or whatever, but people that have a knowledge of the game and are are easy to or willing to talk in a in a fashion that is entertaining rather than just the deadpan reports and stuff like that. So. That's the best way I can describe it. I think you can understand why I'm describing things the way they am that I am. So I'm not I'm not trying to offend anybody. But uh, the first episode will come out on uh, its own feed. It'll you'll see it on the website. I'll uh, make note of it on this show and uh, when it does come out, and we'll we'll kind of go from there. So I wanna. Let you know that you can find me. Uh, you can go to email. Uh, e- email. You can email me, emeraldspector.com at gmail.com. I am at emeraldspector on both Instagram and Twitter. You can find us, uh, find me on the Facebook, on the Facebook, on Facebook, uh, facebook.com. Uh, search for uh, emeraldspector.com. You. Um, I, I'm always looking for feedback, and uh, and you can also find me at, at emeraldspector.com. Uh, always looking for feedback. Um, if you're interested in coming on and talking about something specific, uh, bullet journaling, uh, chess, uh, anything. Um, I'm not involved in any uh, fantasy football leagues this year. Um, nobody invited me, basically. But, uh, you know, we'll... Uh, see how that goes in the future. I'm always looking to expand and, and maybe there's something that you want to talk about or bring a podcast over to have it distributed because I'm also hosting my own podcast. So keep that in mind. I want to thank you for joining me and we will see you again next week. Remember, I'm shifting the date to Monday. So expect a download on Monday instead of Thursday after this episode. You uh, just keep that in mind and I'll, uh, of course, post everything on the website. Have a good day, and thank you for joining me on The Spectre Show.